0: What the word America means to you can be completely different than what it means to other people. In the US, America is a country, whereas for Latin Americans, America has never been a country. Let's explore why. When Cristoforo Colombo, known to us as Christopher Columbus, set sail from Spain on August 3, 1492, he wasn't looking for a new continent. He was looking for a better route to get to Asia. At the time, getting to Asia from Europe by land was nearly impossible. The Portuguese had solved the problem by sailing south along the West African coast. Columbus was well aware that the Earth was round, and proposed a new water route to Asia by sailing west, which was supposed to be an easier route than sailing south around the African continent. However, he had miscalculated the circumference of the Earth. For many years, it was taught in U.S. schools that Christopher Columbus discovered America. In reality, he never set foot on what is now the U.S. mainland, And he couldn't have discovered a place that was already inhabited by millions of people. What really happened is that he stumbled upon the Bahamas on his way to Asia. And when he landed there on October 12, 1492, he thought that he had landed in the East Indies. That's why he called the natives Indians, and the name stuck. From then on, the Native Americans... And I don't mean the natives from just North America, but the natives from the Caribbean, the natives from South America, and the natives from Central America, and the natives from North America. As a whole, the Native Americans were called Indians. Columbus probably went to his grave not knowing that he had discovered a new continent. It was the Italian explorer, Americo Vespucci, who made a few expeditions to this new landmass and realized that what Columbus had stumbled upon was in fact a new continent, which Vespucci called the New World. Vespucci's expeditions in 1499 took him to the northern part of what we now know as South America and into the Amazon River. Then, in his 1501 voyage, he traveled farther south along the Brazilian coastline and to the Patagonia in what is now Argentina. Vespucci wrote letters to a friend in Europe telling him about his voyages. In these letters, he identifies this new landmass as the New World, separate from the continent of Asia. Then, in 1507, the German humanist and cartographer Martin Waldseemuller, using information from Vespucci's letters and other sources, created a world map, which was the first map to show the name America on the territory that we now know as Brazil. Why did he name it America? In honor of America Vespucci, who was the first explorer to identify this landmass as the New World. This map that Walsi created was widely used in Europe, and it influenced other cartographers who in later years printed other maps and labeled the whole continent America, not just Brazil, like Müller had done. And the name America stuck. So you can see that at first the name America was used for South America, not for North America. However, over time, the name America was expanded to identify both North and South America. When the Spanish conquistadors conquered the natives in this new continent, they established viceroyalties for the Spanish crown. The two oldest viceroyalties were the viceroyalty of New Spain, with its capital in Mexico City, which was officially established in 1535, and the viceroyalty of Peru, with its capital in Lima, and it was officially established in 1542. The first successful English settlement was established in Jamestown in 1607, and what is now Virginia. Both the Spanish and the English settlers more often than not called this continent the New World as opposed to America. And then, when the 13 British colonies claimed independence from Great Britain and became the first independent nation in the American continent, they officially called themselves the United States of America. At the time, the word America was not used to describe a specific country, but a continent. And the word American was used for the inhabitants of this continent. It's really interesting to see that Article 2, Section 3, Clause 1 of the U.S. Constitution states that the President, and I quote, shall from time to time give to Congress information of the State of the Union, close quote. So as you can see, it wasn't called the State of America, but the State of the Union. George Washington did not use the word America in his inaugural address, or in his farewell address. He referred to his country as the United States, or the Union. When George Washington addressed the U.S. Congress on January 8, 1790, that address became the first state of the Union. And in this address, he also refers to the U.S. as the United States, or the Union. He and his contemporaries knew that the United States did not cover the whole of the American continent. Therefore, calling the new independent nation America didn't quite fit. It's also clear that when the liberators of the Spanish colonies, Simón Bolívar and José de San Martín, talked about liberating America from the Spanish rule in the 1800s, they were not talking about the United States, of course, but they were talking about different the different viceroyalties that Spain had in the American continent. A nickname that was given to the United States in its early years as an independent nation was Colombia. That's why the current capital of the U.S. is in the District of Colombia. Since 1800, the District of Columbia has been the home of all three branches of government: the president, the Congress. In the Supreme Court. The patriotic anthems of the 19th century were Hail Colombia and Colombia gem of the ocean. So, when did the United States start to call itself America? Well, when it ventured into colonialism. In 1898, the US fought a war with Spain. This war is called the Spanish-American War. The victorious United States emerged from the war a world power, having annexed not only the Spanish colonies of the Philippines, Puerto Rico and Guam, but also the islands of Hawaii and American Samoa. At this point, the United States did not only include states that voluntarily entered the Union, but it now included colonies. Speakers and writers at the time felt that the name United States or the Union did no longer capture the nature of the country so they proposed new names such as Imperial America or the Greater United States or the Greater Republic however the name that stuck was simply America the first president of the US after the Spanish-American War was Teddy Roosevelt who believed that securing as many ports and colonies as possible, was important to cement the U.S. as a world power. In his first annual message, he spoke of America, and he continued to use the word America frequently afterwards to refer to the U.S. All subsequent presidents followed suit. Soon, America was everywhere, and the patriotic anthems that sang about Colombia were replaced by the two new anthems in the 20th century. America the Beautiful, and God Bless America. As you can see, the word America was first used to label South America in a world map. Then it was expanded to include the whole landmass from Alaska to the Patagonia. And when the United States gained independence from Great Britain, it was still understood in the former British colonies that America was a continent, not a country. Similarly, the people who lived under Spanish rule in the rest of the American continent understood that America was a continent. However, after the Spanish-American War, the meaning of the term America started to evolve in the United States. Furthermore, the current U.S. education system does not recognize America as a continent. Kids in the U.S. are taught that there is no such a thing as a continent of America, but that there is a North American continent separate from a South American continent, which explains why in the English-speaking world, kids are taught that there are seven continents as opposed to five. In the Spanish-speaking world, we are taught that there are five continents only. Now, let me just uh, make a parenthesis here. we still need to account for one more continent because if America is really two continents, then there should be six, not seven, continents. But I'll touch on that in just a moment. All right? Now, imagine my surprise when I first heard the phrase, this is America, in a pre-calculus class in high school. This kid was clearly talking about the United States, but he was referring to it as America. So I was taken aback. I was a kid who had made most of his schooling in in Latin America, And even though I knew the name of the country was the United States of America, I realized that I had never really heard someone call it just America. It may have been the first time that I felt that I was being excluded, that I felt that something was being stripped from me, because in the context that the word America was being used, I was not part of it. In this context, I wasn't American. And, And this kid wasn't talking to me. He was talking to the teacher when he said that You know, I just happened to be sitting next to him, to his left. And I clearly felt left out. While I was in college, I took a geography class as part of my Latin American Studies major, which I later changed to economics. Well, in this class, when we got to the lesson about the continents, we were told that there were seven continents. Asia, Africa, Europe, North America, South America, Australia, and Antarctica. This was news to me. So I was confused. And apparently it wasn't the only one. People started to raise their hands, You know, mainly international students, because they had also learned, like me, that North and South America were a single continent called America. Additionally, in the Spanish-speaking world, Antarctica is not considered a continent because it does not have a native population. It is not inhabited. The five continents that I knew about were Asia, Africa, Europe, America, and Oceania, not Australia. So who was right? Other five or seven continents? Is America a single continent or two separate ones? We never settled that question that day. There were objections, and and at the end, the professor said, well, for this class, you need to know that there are seven continents. America is divided into two. Australia and Oceania is the name of one of those continents. And Antarctica is a continent, too. What I learned from this experience is that we need to listen to other people's perspectives. I've learned that for millions of people in America... America is a country. So so it doesn't bother me as much anymore, because I understand that people who were brought up in the United States don't mean to exclude people from Latin America when they use the term American. I myself have used the word America to refer to the United States in this podcast. Although, I, I must confess that I do try to avoid using America for just the country. And say, instead, I try to use the United States or the USA, if if you have a friend from Latin America, ask him about what America means to them and how they've come to terms with the meaning of America in the USA. If you have a friend from a non-English speaking country, ask them about the continents. They might point out to you that the International Olympic Committee has five rings in its flag as opposed to six or seven. Let us listen to each other and learn from each other. Let us find ways to connect and to build bridges. There's always something that we can learn from each other. And although we may have differences of opinion, there's always a way to find common ground. And we should always aim for that. My name is Luis and this is Community Strangers. Until next time.